Welcome to the Reticle Up Podcast, where I, Three Gun Kenzie, will be interviewing competitive shooters, hunters, fishermen, archers, entrepreneurs, and outdoorsmen. Come learn with me as I interview people from all walks of life, in different disciplines, all across the world, from novices to professionals of all ages. No matter what, everyone has something they can teach you. So come join me on the journey. All right, everyone, on this week's episode, I have Jack Smith. If you haven't heard of him, just you'll hear grip it and rip it. uh, And that's him on social media. Um, So he's a three gun competitor. um, And he's also with Battle Bunny Three Gun, part of the founding members there. So Jack, how are you? Mackenzie, I'm doing great. You have to start Uh, it that way. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. No, no, I'm doing great. Uh, May's a little bit busy for me, but, uh, but I'm doing outstanding. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, my name is Kenzie, not Mackenzie. Well, I mean, if we have to pull out driver's licenses, we'll check, but, but Dang okay. Dang it. So, okay. We first met three gun nation, um, nationals, I guess in 2019. Yeah. You were RO in that match. I think I, by myself. I now remember this. Yeah. Were you, were you? I don't know. Oh yeah. I remember shooting your stage. Yeah. That was a interesting match. The X stage. Yeah. And you crushed shotgun. Um, actually I want to start off with that. So your shotgun set up with the left side charging handle, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about so, like how advan- advantageous that is. Okay. So, so, um, obviously my buddy, Joe, uh, farewell, maybe somebody knows him. <laughs> uh, no, no, he, uh, I, I took one of his classes. He had a, a dissident gun that was left side charging. Um, and I immediately thought that it was going to be a game changer. So I, I, I run my ARs left side charging with uh, Devil Dog Concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let me give you a little background to get into your question. So okay. <laughs> I, military for 10 years, um, you know, ran the AR platform as it was. And nobody could have changed my mind. I thought the platform was perfect. Uh, just, just the ergonomics of it, how it, how it runs. It was, I just thought it was perfect. You couldn't, you couldn't make it any better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good exactly for exactly what it does. Um, then I stumbled on Devil Dog Concepts. It's been a, it's been a while now. Um, it put a charging handle on somebody else's gun. He asked me if I could put it on. It's the easiest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> I put it on and I'm just I just standing there holding the gun and I'm racking it. Um, and immediately I'm like, wow, this is this is better. And it changed my whole perspective on on the AR platform where I'm like, you know, left side charging is kind of it. It really makes all the difference. So I put one on my gun. Anyways, that, that brings us to your shotgun question. Um, the second that I saw there was a shotgun out there that was left side charging, I'm sure other companies have done it. Maybe they've done it before, um, but I didn't see it. So through my eyes, it was a big deal. I knew I needed to have one. Um, it, it really, it, it makes it super easy to manipulate the firearm uh, being a right-handed shooter, um, especially, you know, shotguns are always empty. It's the biggest problem with a tube-fed shotgun. <laughs> Um, they're, they're never, you're not supposed of, to do that though. Yeah, but they're always empty. It, it doesn't matter. Um, so, so it's empty and, and it just, it just makes so much more sense that, you know, it just, it goes across all my platforms, all of my guns now are left side charging and it really just makes sense. So, uh, yeah, and your PC is that way too. Yeah. Devil dog concepts, they, they hook it up. Uh, I got them on all my guns. Um, they were like, they're like an OG Jack shoot supporter. For sure, um, I love them. I I beat I beat the hell out of all of my guns, but um, 
but it's it's a really good setup. I, I enjoy everything left side charging. I really do. So I'm really, I think I'm it really makes glad a big difference. You talk about yourself in third person. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, I just I gotta throw it out there. You know, we could talk about myself in in any perspective that you would like. But oh, I love it. I love it. So, did you um did you start three gun first, or did you shoot like USPSA or something else before diving in? No, three gun was my first ever uh, match. I jumped right in. Obviously, it takes a little bit a little bit longer to uh, to get set up to to shoot three gun, but that was my first match. Uh, I was in the military, probably two thousand and eight or nine um i got a buddy uh, his name's ryan he probably won't listen to this because he's mia 24 7 but he's the one who got me into three gun so i blame him for all my financial hardships absolutely 100 percent. it's his fault the best advice that i can give all you people wanting to get in three gun is to not do that <laughs> no it, it's awesome so here here's the thing Let, let's let's get into that so I, I teach a little bit i don't teach a whole lot um but i think in the past, I've ran the $5,000 ARs and, you know, I have the, you know, the expensive shotguns and all, all these things, but to be competitive in the sport, you don't, you don't need to spend big, big money. Um, running the Kratos rifle, my rifle without optics, um, the way you see it is a $1,600 gun. So you can go to this and, and that I can go to any match. And if I do what I need to do, I could win with that gun. Yeah. Um, it's just as fast as, you know, some of these crazy guns. I've, I've run the crazy guns. They're awesome. You think you need them. Um, you don't need it. Uh, put a good trigger on it. Get some, U, you know, put a UM comp on it and any kind of glass that you want to and, and you could run it. But but I think that's really cool because that's a big deal that turns people off. Right. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. You know, you can go to USPSA, spend big money on one gun. And you'll be good. But that's one third of the issue with with three guns. Yeah. Um, and talk about, talk about what you started with. Like, what were your first three guns that you started with versus like, you know, what you run now? Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, I ran a Remington Versamax for years. I've recently, that was the gun. So when I got the dissonant gun that I shoot currently, um, that was, I, I sold the Versamax and I sold it for like no money. Somebody was looking to get them three gun. I think I gave it to them for like a hundred dollars. Now that gun probably had like 150,000 rounds through it. So it had put its time in. Um, started off with a Glock 17, which I think is a phenomenal gun to shoot three gun with. Uh, yep. 2011s are cool, but the Glock 17 is, is probably that was one my of the best first. all around. That was my first. That was the one everybody borrowed. Yeah. Glock 17. It, it, it just runs, right? Like you don't have to, you don't have to think about it. It just, you could let it sit for nine months, pull it out and it's just going to run. Yeah. Um, and, and then I obviously had some being in the military, I actually had a couple ARs just laying around. I had some Frankenstein gun, uh, I put a I, I put a hyperfire trigger in it when, and this is like super old school. It came in a sandwich bag. This was how it came from hyperfire. And and maybe they'll know. I at least that's the way I think. It came in a sandwich bag with a card with hyperfire and little to no instructions on how to put it in. And if you know hyperfire, you know that it's like a completely different trigger. Um, and so it blew my mind for like six months. Uh, but I ended up getting in the gun. I still have that trigger. It still runs great actually. Um, <laughs> But it was like a Frankenstein gun. I, I, I probably ran some Vortex glass on it. And uh, and it was a 14.5 inch gun, which is important to me. I, I've, I've got, I got away from the 14.5 inch platform uh, mm -hmm. for a while, um, but I'm right back to it now because I think it's probably the best length firearm for, for three gun. And you can shoot distance like 600 yards with that? So, so I'm lucky enough to have a 500 yard range at my disposal at all times. Um, and not me, but with the gun vice, and zeroing it um 
that the, the 14 five inch gun is, is good for, you know, six inch round steel at 500 every day of the week. And I've pushed the, the, the round with good ammo. There's no reason why you can't shoot 650, 700 with, yeah. with a, with that, with that length gun. It's once with five, five, six with the ballistics without getting crazy. When you, when you start getting down to 10, 11, that's when it gets a little tricky. Mm -hmm. um, but 14 to 18, it, it's, you know, you're not really, I'm not bullseye shooting. I'm not, you know, shooting any <laughs> long range stuff. Um, it's good enough for every match that I've been. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, okay. So a lot of people don't see that journey of shooters going from like what they first started with versus like what they have now. I think, I think, and I'm probably not right, but I'm finally at the point that I have all of my gear, right? So how long did it take you, you know, to get every single thing from shotgun caddies, mag pouches, even if you think about, you know, your, um, range finder, like how long did that take? So I'm, I'm still acquiring things that I find that I need, but, uh, but I, you know, I'm a firm believer in like buying, you know, one thing once. So this is my, this is the original belt that I started off with, right? Safari land ELS. Now, yep. obviously we, we've changed everything on it three or four times, um, <laughs> but, but it's still the original. I've never had to buy a new belt, same yep. inner belt, same everything. You know, I, I, I put the ratcheting system on it like years ago before yep. I think carbon arms even started to make it up. I saw somebody oh, I, do it. Is that the M2 buckle? I made it. It's a snowboard binding. I used yep. to snowboard when I was younger. So I immediately knew that I could make it and, and that that's what we did I, I started, side note, I started three gun when quad loading wasn't even a thing or, we, we, yeah, you, I, ha, I still have the caddies, the, like, the, I don't even know what they're called, but the safari line, like four up where you would like roll shells into the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Look how old you are showing your age. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not real young. I just started uh, pretty, I started early. I remember watching guys, I, three gun nation was on the TV. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it was cool. Yeah, it used to be on what the outdoor channel. Now they don't do that anymore, which would be um, cool. Unfortunately, I remember watching like Keith Garcia, who who oh, yeah. uh, you know I, I speak to now, and I remember coming up through all this stuff, and you know I'm like, man, yeah, that's awesome. And now I'll send Keith a message, and and we'll chat for a second. You know, like he's super cool guy. So that's awesome. Very interesting. Going back to when you said I'm still acquiring things that you need, is it need or is it you want? Uh, okay, yeah, you probably it's probably that I want. Um, mm -hmm. I think you could shoot three gun with with pretty minimal gear. You know, you don't, but but you know when you travel for a three gun match, um, how much stuff do you bring? Yeah, you uh, you know it's it's a nightmare. Some people have lists. I like to wing it. I just I just kind of figure it out. You know, like you I'm like. Fly, I, so I, I have flown, but I, I don't normally fly. Uh, mm -hmm. I seem to be always in the area where I can get to it and pretty good, but uh, I just, I just like to wing it, you know, like we'll just figure it out. No, no. I mean, to be fair, like you can meet up with people there saying like, Hey, do you have this stuff that I can borrow? So I don't have to put it all in my, my suitcase, but yeah, flying is a nightmare for three gun at least. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, you can, yeah, it takes, it takes some gear if you want to go and, and do the best that you absolutely can. And yeah. especially after you acquire everything. And you look like an idiot with your carry-on backpack with your belt attached. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We, we were just talking before this started. We have rooms dedicated in our house to, to firearms. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I, I bought, I, I tell everybody, you know, I bought, a, I bought a firing range, a shooting range, but it came with a house. I was lucky enough. And then I also bought like a, a gun room, but it also came for a place for, for me to sleep in, in this all white room in here. So I'm, I'm, I got pretty lucky. I had the same conversation with someone yesterday because I'm looking at buying property eventually up here. And I was like, and I don't give a shit about the house. I just want like a trailer. He's like, I know Clayton trailers. And I was like, cool. That's, I don't care about where I sleep. 
no, no. I, I, I bought, I bought the, the area because I knew that I had an easy set. I, so on, on what I have here, 75 yards for like, and I could shoot anything on it, which is good enough for me to do all the little things that I want to do. Um, but let them cut the corn down. Then we can shoot 1100 meters out the backyard. So that's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. So thinking about you starting, like diving in, going into three gun, I wrote my friend Betsy in the three gun. That was her first match. It was, it was awesome to watch anyways, but it was probably painful, right? <laughs> probably yeah, a little painful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but what would you tell someone, you know, that wants to get started uh, to con- like, what would you tell them to come shoot a match? What would it take for them to get out there? Uh, I don't think it would take absolutely anything. <laughs> um, I've done it with, with a couple people. Um, you know, if you, it would take a 15 minute conversation with me talking about how to be safe and then showing up because I have all the guns and the gear that we need to, we need to make it happen. What about um, the ammo? Some, yeah. Well, ammo is a little bit tricky right now. I actually, I'm still stocked up, but, uh, but that, that, that's not like it was a couple of years ago where I would, I would bring you along and then Babe. I would give you all the ammo too. Like that, that's not a big deal. I was paying like 13 cents around you know, now. It, now it hurts a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you need, you don't need anything. You, you know, the community and shooting community in general, competitive shooting community is, is so good. You could show up and you're like, Hey, I think I'm going to get involved and somebody will hand you. They're like, here you go, shoot this. And you're you don't even know what this is. You're like, well, this is, <laughs> or how much it is. Here's $4,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but nobody cares. And, and I do, I do a lot of teaching, uh, you know, we uh, battle buddy three gun. Um, I put my, my guns, in, in people's hands all the time that have, uh, that have never shot or don't know what they're holding kind of like with that, but it yeah. doesn't matter because if I, if nobody's going to treat these, these firearms worse than me, um, I'm really bad about cleaning them. I won't lie. I, I really don't do a good job with it. Uh, we throw them in barrels. We do, you know, you're shy of you running over with your vehicle. Uh, <laughs> it, it's not a big deal. So if you can break it, then that means I would have broken it eventually. So I, I'm not stressing over it. I break everything that I own. I had to buy a new upper for my PCC. It just got here, actually. <laughs> yeah, you 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 do. You're always telling me that you've broken something, and I break absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> so, I literally, go ahead. Uh, okay, I, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I can't think of one firearm that I've ever actually broken and, and like needed to. You know, it, my guns just run. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, that's a whole different PCC is a beast. Um, what, what, what do you think the biggest excuses that you hear a lot from uh, like shooters or people taking your classes about like why they don't, you know, go out and train or practice? Uh, well, obviously lately now ammo is a big deal. Um, and, and I, I do when I teach, I, I try to, I, I get a lot of questions like, Hey, how many rounds do I need? Um, and this time, lately I'm super flexible so you can come to me we can work we can go like a two-hour class with 50 rounds and really get a lot of good work out of it yeah um now you know in the past a couple years ago you know 250 300 400 rounds we could we can blow through that um or we can make every shot count with 50 you know like my my range sessions have really changed a lot um you know it it wasn't uncommon I can go to the range and shoot three four hundred rounds no problem in, in, in an hour and, and get some good work out of it. Or I could really be deliberate in the process, um, shoot 50 and really, really get some good work out of it. So, yeah. it, you know, ammo is tricky. Um, gear, gear is tricky for three gun, uh, the money obviously, but again, I, I've tried to really get into, um, 
at least for myself, you know, I, I would buy, I'll buy the best gear on the market. I don't care what it costs. I really don't. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> but, buy ones, cry ones. At least that's but, at the level I'm at now, right? Like starting out, that was not the case. It was run what you got, run what you can borrow, <laughs> you know, and now it's like, okay, I can pick and choose what works for me. Absolutely. But, but with, with that, like I said, I, I'll buy anything. If I think something's better, I'll, I'll get it. If I think it's going to, it's going to help me out. Um, but I find myself now finding comparable items for, for way better prices. Like, like with the, uh, the Kratos rifle, uh, mm -hmm. again, you know, 1600 bucks, you can go get like a, I, I mean, I haven't bought an AR in a long time, but, uh, maybe like an Anderson rifle right now, probably be like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Know, and I'm, I'm making money up here. Um, but guns have gone up. Yeah. So for an extra 600, you can go get a gun that you could run anywhere and win, you know, you'd never have to upgrade from the firearm. You, you yeah. just wouldn't, yeah. um, you know, rifles, I think, I think AR, the AR platform is, is tricky because real, realistically, you spend some, a decent amount of money on an, on an upper, you put a good trigger on it and, and some good glass, and you, you've got a very competitive gun. You don't need anything else. Yeah. Um, something you mentioned before, and I think it's really important. Um, I'm now a trigger snob, like 100% trigger snob mm -hmm. across the board. <laughs> and okay. I put the hyperfire back in my primary gun because I was playing around with triggers. So I have like three different types. But how important is it? And I'm serious about this for people listening to change their stock trigger eventually or sooner rather than later. <laughs> uh, so I think the, you know, it's pretty, it's definitely top three, right? So you, you get an AR, you want to, you want to make it the best possible. It doesn't matter what names on the lower receiver. Yeah. Um, most guns are going to, you know, you can buy the $500 AR. It's, you're probably going to be able to get impacts out to three, 400 meters. No problem. The barrel's not going to be that bad. Yep. Um, it's, they're all pretty much manufactured, very similar. It's going to be good. Um, so trigger being the top three for sure. Um, trigger is going to help you get those impacts. Mm -hmm. the, the, the problem with mill spec triggers that I've ran forever and I've got one in the trunk of my car, I still run it. Um, you, you, have to, you have to know a little, you, you, can't, you can't get lucky with a mill spec trigger, right? <laughs> like, yeah. let, let, let's, let's be honest. Uh, I, I talk about all the upgrades as um, they're not going to make you better. Like you're not going to get you're not going to get the, the best trigger on the market and just automatically get hits. Right. right. Um, but it allows you to relax the fundamentals sometimes where, you know, some, maybe you're in a weird position or maybe, you know, maybe something's a little bit different and you don't pull it exactly the right way. Well, with, with the better trigger, you, you have a better percentage to get that hit. Um, so it allows you to do things a little bit where if you're messing up with a mil spec, seven, <laughs> seven pound trigger, you, you know, you're going to have a time, right? Like you, you really are. No, it's hundred percent. What are the other two then? Trigger and what are the other two? Well, well, well compensator for sure. Cause I, I think, uh, I think you run the UM, don't you? Oh yeah. Rage tactical, our rage UM tactical is the best break. <laughs> how, how, how long did I tell you to run the UM before you ran the UM? Listen, Jack, how long have I told you to wear Hunter's HD gold and you haven't put them on okay. yet? And then once you're you right, go, you're right. you'll realize right. that that is something you need and want. <laughs> okay. L listen, you're, you're right. I'll look into that. <laughs> okay. But you didn't answer the question because it was a long time. <laughs> um yeah yeah no no uh you know something and there's a lot of good compensators i've ran a lot of them um, yeah the thing about it so that first ever three gun rifle i don't know what comp was on the gun but between between the uh the rifle length gas the compensator and just the way that gun was set up it was the flattest shooting gun that i had ever shot and i shot big bunny guns so i stayed with that gun for a long time it was time to upgrade we, we got away from it yeah um but so, you know, a good compensator, 
um, it, it just kind of depends because most of them, they're not tunable. That's why UM is, is on a different level because now I know I've got one comp and if I change rifles next year, I take it off and we mess with, with the recipe and all of a sudden it's perfect again. So for those people like listening who probably never heard of the Rage, right, uh, the smuzzle break and what's in it, can you explain the washer system and what you're talking about for the recipe? Yeah, so so I'm pretty sure you get like five uh, five five washers uh, different, and, and what it does in in the kit, um, they direct the gases. So you t- you can tune the gun um, to to the ammo to you know if you've got I, I run adjustable gas on my gun, mm-hmm. um, so I can get my adjustable gas tuned in to where my gun runs the way I want it to, and then tune the comp to the adjustable gas. Um, what it does is you don't really realize how much of a difference um, that some things make until you put it on the gun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it just, it, it tunes the gun to you. So maybe, maybe Mackenzie, maybe you're gripping the rifle a little bit harder than I'm gripping the rifle, right? Um, mm-hmm. it, maybe, maybe you put a lot more input into the rifle and that's the way that you like to shoot it. Um, you, you can tune the compensator to how you shoot the gun. Yep. If, if you pick up my rifle, maybe it doesn't feel as good as your gun and we're running yep. the same comp. Um, it, it, it really, the, the possibilities are endless. Um, it's, it's such a good design. Uh, I was super pumped when I got it and really started to mess with it. The best way I describe it to people is uh, I'm just steering the gun. Like yep. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm grabbing the gun and I just steer it from target to target. That's all I'm doing. There's yep. little to no input. I could I could rip the trigger as fast as I can, and the gun just wants to stay where it is, and I just have to steer it to the next target. Yeah, I mean rifles already don't have you know huge blowback or huge recoil, but we've changed the game with ours. Um, and I think that was really important too when you touched on tuning it to yourself. So anybody could borrow your gun and still have a good time, right? But when you start getting into that competitive level, yeah, you absolutely want to change everything for your cheek weld, your your line of sight, your your grip, everything. So you want to customize that rifle or even shotgun. I've seen people stipple their grips. I've seen people duct tape like a riser <laughs> to the stock. I mean, all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. That's important. Oh, yeah. No, it is. You you know, you get the more and more you're around these things, you, you'll notice like change and stuff. Um, that's like the first thing you know, I get a new gun and I'm immediately like brand new gun and I've got it taken apart. And I've got a Dremel and I'm fixing things that I want it to do. Yeah. I take that uh, trigger out first, just throw that in the trash and everyone see it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. No, yeah. I, I've got a, a stockpile of mil spec triggers in, in my gun room that have came out of guns because uh, we put better ones in there. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's definitely interesting. That's awesome. So are you switching to open with the dot? Yeah. 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 No, I am. Uh-huh. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Um, so I, I do plan on being able to shoot both divisions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and teaching, I, I want to be able to to go ahead and, and work with with both divisions and have have sets of guns. So I want to be able to do both. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to go fast. <laughs> um, and where else? How how much Dot faster gun. can you go? Yeah. And, and I, I love loading the shotgun. Um, You're fast with it. I've seen you shoot that. Yeah, I I, I enjoy it. Um, but at you know. I, the pistol was the biggest deal for me. Um, so I've purposely stayed away from, uh, from open division pistols. I, I have, I think I've only ever shot one and I've had the opportunity to shoot, shoot a lot of them. Uh, I just, I don't, I, I didn't mess with it. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to, cause I knew that as soon as I shot it, I'd be like, okay. And then in, in a couple of months, I'd have one at the house. Well, yeah. that's how it happened. Um, shot a, I actually shot a bull open division, uh, pistol, not the one that I have, but, um, 
shot it. I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty awesome. And I tried to just put it out of my mind and it stayed and it stayed. And then next thing I know, I was searching for, for what I wanted because bull was back ordered. And I ended up getting a good setup, um, got the pistol, had the shotgun coming. Um, and the rifle doesn't change, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you could, well, you can put the offset on it, but yeah. 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 But I mean, essentially it's the same thing. So, well, I mean, there's some stability though with that, with the bipod, um, or bag ability. Like when we were at, um, I want to say multi-gun nationals and shoot when I was at a different match. Oh God. Mountain state tripod would have been freaking awesome. So even us trying to like sit on a coupled mag didn't work out or it's trying to sit on a D60. <laughs> Just it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, I've never used, used bipods on my gun, I, but certainly because now I, I can, I have, I have bipods. I have bipods on like bolt guns, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to mess with it uh, for sure. It's, it's, you know, taking any, anything that you can work out to go faster. You know, why, why, why wouldn't you? It, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's what we're going to do. What shotgun are you going to run? Uh, DC precision is building me uh, a gun right now. Another shorty left side charging gun. Is that the KL-12 or whatever that they're working with? Um, I'd have to. I, I know off the top of my uh, – well, I know, but I don't know right now. We can look <laughs> it up. But, but uh, I, I, I met David a couple times. He's if – you, if you've seen his, some of the work that he does, there's no, no doubt that he does phenomenal work on anything that he touches. Yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty excited. That gun should be here um, probably by July, I'm, I'm assuming. Nice. Okay. So, so you're just going to straight and open after that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm just going to load my tube full of, you know, 13 and, and go shoot the next match. But, uh, but yes, I do. I, I do want to want one of them box fed boys. You know, I need, I need to work that out. You could get the Jerry Mitchell like tube loader thingies. Have you, let me ask you a question. We, I talk about this all the time uh, with anybody who sees Jerry load. Have you ever seen anybody run sticks? The, the way that jerry does mm -mm. i've seen someone run sticks but it was the ugliest and most painful experience i've ever had and then when I've, jerry does it i was like what just happened i didn't even see it happen it's like the flash i've i've seen a lot of people run the sticks and uh jerry is the only one in in this world that i've ever seen run the sticks the way he does in the world I, I, i'm telling you like that dude that dude is, a, is, is a monster and he's one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet in your entire life. But, uh, but nobody can run them the way that he does. It's, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't even dream about trying because I've seen 15, 20 people just fail miserably. Very good shooters. You know, yeah. like, it's not like they were, it, it's just once in a while they get a good load and, <laughs> but 80% of the time it's, it's garbage. So uh, I'm just, I'm not even going to mess with it. Jerry's the only one that can run those sticks. Bottom line. I love it. So you branded yourself. Um, where did the grip it and rip it phrase come from? And why do you have your own apparel line? Good, good, good question. Um, so I like to have a good time, right? Like, I mean, that, that's number one thing. Nobody's going to have more fun than me wherever we're going. Um, so I straight up stole it from the legend, John Daly. Um, I don't know if you know about John Daly. John Daly is a golfer. Uh, no, I don't watch golf get uh yeah i don't watch golf either but you'll watch john daly believe me um the guy's a legend uh and and as soon as we get done with this look him up and you'll see why um, but it's something that he said uh, associated with golf um he, he used to hit the ball real far again i'm not a big golf fan so don't quote me on any of my terminology here i'm not i'm not sure 
But, uh, but that was his thing. And I heard him say on a documentary that I watched of him like a while ago. Um, and I thought it was awesome. I was like, wow, that's, that's cool. Um, and then more and more teaching and people talk about the grip. Uh, and I like to joke around and, you know, I, I used to pull the trigger kind of fast. I don't know that I do anymore, but um, people were like, well, how, how do you, you know, wh what do you do? What's your grip? I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just, I just grip it and rip it. Like I grip the gun as hard as I can. And I, and I pull the trigger as fast as I can. I'm like, you know, the, the hits will fall where they may. That is what it is. Um, but that's where it came from. And I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. And it's, it's been a while now. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I stole it from them. I brought it into the community, the shooting community. I see a lot of people messing around with it a little bit. Um, but, but I stole it from John and I brought it into this community. I want to take full credit for it. Um, Jeff at Lima Charlie made me a shirt. Um, just one? There's only one in existence? No, no. He, he sells them on the website. You can get them. You can get them. I got about 15 in the closet. I can wear one every single day. Um, I mean, you I know owe me a side charging handle now out of shirt. That whole shipment's like years delayed. I got a box over here. I'll start throwing it in there. We'll, we'll talk about it. I can, I can work that out. Yeah, that, that, that side charging handle is. I had one for you and I gave it to Brian Church. So talk to him about what? it. What? Brian, that's garbage. I, I agree. Talk to him about it. And no. he's local. And uh, I, I, I got Brian into three guns. Side note. I know. I know. Somebody, oh, Aaron Sellers was saying like, yeah, Brian used to shoot USPSA until his boy Jack stole him away. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so I'm, I'm Brian, Ryan, from my friend Ryan. Right, right, right. And all all of his chain. financial hardships, yeah, are on me. <laughs> So I, I'll accept that. And he reminds me of that all the time. Like he just yeah. got the new, uh, the new JM 940. Mm -hmm. um, he called me, he's like, dude, you know, I just bought this gun. And, and, he, and he's like, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. You know, I got to worry about, you know, I got to figure this out. I was like, dude, it's my pleasure. Yeah, you know, and, and, I, and I call my buddy with that stuff. I'm like, thanks, man. Just bought this 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 pistol. You know, I got to gotta eat ramen noodles for six months now right. to get back on my feet. Yep. Uh, yeah. Betsy uh, did one three gun, then she got into PRS, got her Tika, and now she's building a custom one. Um, and then her husband, I dragged into three gun, and he went to a class with me, and then Malin went to a match, and now she's yeah, it, it's a chain. <laughs> but it, it makes a it, difference. Isn't it so addictive though? Like if you, if you it's like have, little baby birds too, like you're really excited that you like grew them. No, I, no. I mean, it's awesome. And, and I'll tell you what, Brian Church is a way better shooter than I am. Brian has, so, so my biggest downfall is visual patience. I have zero of it and I work so hard on it. Just yeah. visual patience? Yeah, visual patience. Patience across the board. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very patient, believe me. But visual patience, I, I see and, and I'm just, I'm like, whatever, I'm good. Um, that's my biggest problem. Brian has, me and him are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Like he has the most visual patience oh. in the world. Like he, he just, he'll wait and he'll take that extra tent and get the hit where I'll, I'll shoot it a half second faster and have four makeup shots. Um, and again, and I'm work, I'm, I'm working so hard. That's all I work on lately yeah. is, is just trigger manipulation and visual patience. Cause that is my, if I can get that under wraps, uh, I'd be a dangerous fun guy in the three gun community, but it's going to take a while. Cause I have none of it. <laughs> okay. Um, you've got to show this again. Um, because I think it's really important. We teach proper grip for shooters and there is a proper grip, at least getting like high up on the gun, right. And, and holding it correctly and all of that recoil management. However, you can tweak things to how you grip the gun. So if you want to show your grip again, or explain to for people listening, how you put your finger over the trigger guard and how you're not actually moving the gun left or right, even with that on there. Yeah. Okay. So even, even without all the gadgets 
and the gizmos on this, uh, I grip I grip all my guns that allow me to um, with my finger over the trigger guard, um, regardless of thumb rests or anything like that. I, I grip my my old 2011 this way. I grip if my my Glock doesn't have a light, I grip it that way. Um, here's the reason why. Uh, my hands fit better here, and this is a very repeatable grip for me. Um, I want to shoot the gun like this. I really do. I right. promise you, I do. I, this is this. This I is promise the, you. <laughs> this is the way that I would teach you to shoot the gun. Yeah. I would teach you to shoot it this way, but at the same time, it doesn't. It's not a big deal either way. Um, but this, my hands don't seem to mesh together. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't want to fit the right way every time, and in turn, I get an inconsistent grip. When yep. your grip's inconsistent. Then I get inconsistent shots on target, yep. and that we, you know, obviously we look we look like a jerk, you know, making Instagram videos because you never hit the target. Um, but literally, my hands fit together very well this way, um, and, and so they fall the same place every time, and it's very repeatable. And that's the number one thing we need in shooting yeah. is we need repeat performance, right? Because anybody can, you know, take ten takes and shoot whatever you want and make a good video. Um, but you know, like Donovan will point one tactic right back to back. So back to back, this grip is the same every single time, and it feels very comfortable. Now, what what I'm not doing is uh, I'm not running any pressure on my finger really. But most of my grip comes from you know the, the top parts of my hands. Um, I'm really squeezing the gun between the top parts of my hands up here. Yep. Um, that that that's where I'm really focusing my grip when when I think about it. Um, the finger literally just stays up there. I used yeah. to run the, uh, an old STI with a plastic grip and it's literally like that thin. And I used to tell people that if I really squeeze that part of the grip, I I'm sure I would break it. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, have got a grip test strength thing over here because I was curious about it. Um, but I, I really do focus on gripping the gun real hard. Yeah. And th this being a, a metal grip, it's a little bit different. I might not could break this one. But, yeah. uh, but on the STI, it, it, I mean, it's thin, it's double undercut. And if I was really squeezing with my pointer finger, yeah. you know, it, it would be, I, I'm sure I would tear it apart. So I, I'm not focusing. It just falls up there. Just get it out of the way. Um, and I just try to grip the gun as tight as I can without shaking, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so you instruct as well. Um, and besides like concealed carry classes and all of that, that, you know, people take to get their permits, what are some other things that, that, you know, students need to sign up for other classes. Why is it important that they go get educated? So, so concealed carry class too. Uh, I don't teach that. Let's let's get that out of the way. Okay. Brian does. I, yeah, Brian does that. Your boyfriend uh, does. So you do yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, and the only reason being is uh, it's the most boring thing in the world for me. It's important. I want everybody to get their concealed carry class because <laughs> I think you teach it. Yeah. I don't. I don't enjoy it. Um, but being educated and you i'm sure i know you take classes i, I continue to take classes like continuing education it's like it's like being a doctor right like it's a oh you can't stop because shit changes like yeah, yeah i signed up for for travis mozzie's class in in august and it's two day and i cannot wait and he shoots limited so that's you know my primary three gun gun and that's why i shoot in uspsa so yeah no it's a, it's a big deal you know you you have to continue somebody has something to offer you i i, I teach all the time and learn i'll learn something from somebody who's just started shooting you know 100%. Uh, so it's there's it's not about you know whether you you, you go to a jj class you, yeah you're going to learn a lot you study for the next four or five years to get it right um or you know it's just you can from anybody anybody has something to offer it, yep. it, it's it's always something that's uh, why we have you know you as a beginner who kind of knows nothing on the show yeah no absolutely 
Hey, listen, I, I am, I am, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just the guy that likes to pull the trigger as fast as I possibly can. And sometimes I hit the target. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are not going to understand our humor for a little bit on some of these episodes, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, going back to you know, what do you teach and, and why should they come out and, you know, take a class that's not concealed carry classes. Yeah. So, so I, I'll, I'll teach anything. Um, I enjoy teaching. I figured that out when I was in the military. Um, I, uh, I, I taught for my last three years. Um, never had any desire to teach mm-hmm. until I went there. And then I realized that um, it's not. So here's the thing, and not to get off your, off your question, you could be the best shooter in the world or the best at anything, right? It doesn't matter. But it doesn't mean you could teach it. Yeah, um, 100%. And at the same time, you know, you could be a mediocre guy, but be a really good teacher and really open people's eyes. Uh, that's where I think I fall. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's where I think I fall. Um, I, I understand what I need to do. Um, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I do some of my best shooting in those classes because I'm super hyper-focused mm-hmm. on, on just the little things that we're talking about <laughs> where like I go somewhere else and I'm like, oh, you know, now I've got a bunch of stuff. So I probably got to just get it, get it straight. But regardless, I'll teach anything. Um, I love, I love the pistol. I think um, when somebody comes to me for, for like looking to, to get involved in three gun or better at shooting in general, mm-hmm. um, and they're like, well, I, you know, I kind of want to do, you know, rifle and pistol or rifle and this, or, or um, I think pistol is the best platform to, yep. to, to learn on. And because um, every mistake that you make with a pistol is amplified times 100, right? Like if you're, if you're pulling the trigger like a jerk, um, you're pulling the trigger like a jerk with a rifle too. You yeah. could just get away with it. It's not a big deal. You know, um, if you, if you refine the trigger manipulation on the pistol and can get the hits the way you want them to, your rifle shooting is going to improve. Um, it, you know, the, your vision technique is going to improve with the pistol because every little thing you do wrong with a pistol, it, I mean, you look silly. You, you, yeah. you can miss a target at seven yards. It's no problem. <laughs> um, probably not going to do it with a rifle. Um, uh, but you know, if people miss seven yard targets all the time, oh, it's 100%. not uncommon. So. 100%. Yeah, I had um I had my atlas at a, the demo bay at um, low cap nationals for my friends to shoot, and I didn't do so hot at, at uh, limited ten minor minor. Anyways, and they're like making fun of me. They're like, you have that gun that shoots for yourself, you know, or shoots for you. And I was like, listen. So I handed it to them. Sure as shit, like five seven yards away is all this steel, and it's miss 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 miss. Uh huh. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so so hear hear me out. I, I I love that. I love that. Uh, um, the, you know the gun. Like I said, I think all the goodies will allow you to relax the fundamentals sometime, but you still have to do it. So I've got a good story for that. Um, shot that Glock 17 for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've, I've always, I'm not still not a great pistol shooter, but I was a really, really bad pistol shooter for a very long time. I really was. I never took any classes. I think I figured, I thought I just figured out by shooting a lot of rounds. It never worked. Um, but what I thought was going to make me better. And this is early on, obviously, um, is I'm going to get a 2011, right? All the, all the big guys are shooting 2011. Uh, I'm like, that's going to make me a better shooter. So I bought a 2011, um, yeah, a double stack. It was, it was a, I think it was a Caspian built gun. Um, it wasn't, it, it, either way, I, I don't know how I ended up getting a hold of it, but it was, it was a 2011. It had a nice trigger. It was, it was, it was a good gun. Um, got it, still sucked, right? Um, so, so I shot that gun for a little while and, uh, and realized I'm like, well, you know, this is, this is not helping me do anything. I just have a nicer gun that I'm, I still produce, you know, bottom of the barrel practice scores scores with. So 
ended up getting rid of it the first time. Oh, wow. Got rid of it, went back to a 17, built a new 17, because I, I built up a 17. It was all set, sold that thing, funded the 2011, got the 20, sold the 2011, probably took a loss on it, built a new 17 and went back to the 17. Um, and, and at that point, from that point forward, I really worked on becoming a better shooter and understanding that the platform wasn't going to make me any better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I went back to the 2011 platform for the reasons that we've already talked about. Yeah. I think... I think it's a great platform. I think it's fun to shoot. I think the recoil impulse is better. I think the grip angle is better. Um, yeah. If I can, you know, if it didn't have safeties like a Glock, I think that would be a lot better. Um, yeah. But, you know, you got to take, you got to win some, you lose some, right? Yep. Um, but I worked on my actual pistol marksmanship for a long time, got better. And then I ended up getting that, well, that STI that I, that I used to shoot. Uh, once I realized that I was, I was getting okay and I saw what it could improve in my game where, you know, again, I could relax the fundamentals, fundamentals sometimes, maybe, you know, maybe my grip out of the holster is not quite as good, but, you know, that full frame, you know, full steel frame is kind of going to help me control that recoil a little bit more than a a plastic frame Glock. Uh, Um, And one-handed shooting, whether it's stronghand or weekend, dude, 2011, sweet. (laughs) Oh oh yeah, no, it's good. The recoil impulse is is phenomenal. Uh, Perceived recoil on that gun is is all, all of 2011. Um, But you know, but I say, you know, I, and I tell everybody that I can go anywhere and place the exact same as I do with, you know, with any, any 2011 with, with a comparable, you know, the Glock, a pretty much yeah. Glock. It's fundamental. If you're pulling, if I'm pulling the trigger the right way that day, again, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time missing. Yeah. Um, if, if I'm not, that's great. You could put a pound and a half trigger in my hand. I'm still going to miss. It, it does. It doesn't matter. You know, if, if I'm just pulling the trigger like a jerk, then that's that's an issue. Yeah, you're still gonna have a hard time. My problem is I get cocky. I'll go like five for five, and I'll be like, miss, miss, and I'm like, damn it, because I wanted to speed up. <laughs> yeah, that's the visual patience. See, you don't even know. It, it's all about just seeing enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I shot never that stupid enough. steel challenge match, and I say stupid because it's it's frustrating because it should be simple and easy, but then you see your shots like. Yeah, as you miss, right? They're very unforgiving. So oh, yeah. I wanted to go one for one instead. Every single time I would go one for one, it would totally be faster than me going one for two on one plate and then the rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've never I've never shot like a, a a sanctioned like steel challenge match, but but that's something I'd be into. Uh I think it I think it would be fun. I, I visual patience that, that will test you. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I've shot like uh like steel challenge type matches to where it wasn't like the setup, but it was just, it was a similar idea of how the matches ran. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But you're right though. Uh, it's, that'd be one of those things that I'd dabble in it a little bit, but being the same setup every single time. Oh, hell get, no. Yeah. I would get bored. Yeah. Um, but, but still I understand, you know, it's, it's important. There's a lot of good things that you can get out of it. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Again, patience for sure. Uh, why going one for one is faster, even with makeup shots, but yeah. And then just the different platforms and totally is, it, I think every match serves a purpose or every like discipline. I mean, for that one, it really is an entry level, right? So it's really the youngest kids can start there. Yeah. The newest shooters can come out um, and not feel intimidated either. So. Absolutely. And, and you can, you know, and the best guys in the game continue to go out, you know, and, and they, they're breaking their world records every single year. It's crazy. You know, that, that That's what's awesome. You know, like a, didn't uh did Casey win it this year, I think? Uh did he win don't, open, maybe? Don't, I know don't quote me on it. Grant Kunkel uh, won overall because he set a world okay. record. But it Casey might have won open. I don't know. 
either way, point of the story is um, every, you know, five years ago, those guys were running stuff and, and, you know, and it was mind-blowingly fast. Yeah. And every year it gets faster. (laughs) Every year. At at what point is it going to stop? That's why I love shooting because, you know, it's not like, you know, you're never going to be the best guy, you know, um, I don't care who the number one guy in three gun is right now, but if he doesn't continue to work and get better, he's not going to be the number one guy next year. Oh yeah, There's, there's no two, no two ways about it. Like you have to continue to work. It's not like, Oh, I got the skill set. Now I'm going to sit at my house and drink bush light. <laughs> not not going to dry fire. I'm just, I'm just going to show up to these matches and dominate. Yeah. Um, you might, you might be far enough away from the pack for a couple months, but eventually some 19 year old kid is going to come up and he's going to start winning. <laughs> damn those juniors we talk about that all the time <laughs> okay, yeah oh yeah they can they can ask oh I'm man you, they are. yeah no i know i i didn't know about a junior shooter when i went to south carolina sectionals i was like i'm gonna win hi lady i'm going to be top pcc <laughs> girl to all that yeah no i was second of all of that because this junior girl just whooped my butt um i'm trying to get her on this podcast too because i was like holy crap you've been doing this forever and I was watching her stages versus my stages. And I'm probably like a couple of seconds behind her, but similar in movement. I'm like, mm, I have a lot to learn watching videos, which brings me to my yeah. next point. You know, you share a lot, a lot on social media. Um, so what do you see? Like the content is most helpful that maybe you watch and learn from versus like stuff that's just on social media that like has no value to you. Uh, yeah. So, so I try to learn from, from everything, whether it's, it's an instructional piece of, of information um, if somebody's good at doing something, um, doesn't, doesn't matter what it is. You know, if somebody's got an awesome reload or they load the shotgun well, or it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'm screen, re- I've got like screen record uh, recordings of like people on my phone, uh, shady, like cre- creepy, but they're doing something well and I'm watching it. And then once I figure out, I get it, I'll delete it. Um, but you could, I think you could learn from anybody on social media. Some of that, some of that informative, uh, you know, material is good. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, I, I need something that's tailored to me. So, you know, unless this guy, if I'm really working on, you know, whatever it is I'm working on, you know, if, if that pops up in my feed and you know, the feed's tricky because 90% of my feed is Amazon deals and, and like not firearms related stuff when that's the only people I follow. Yeah. Um, but regardless, so if, if what I'm trying to work on that day is not in my feed, um, that, that is what it is. So, it, you know, and that, that's kind of rare, right? Nobody's, yeah. nobody's tailoring their, their, their social media for me. Um, but I'll, I'll find something, you know, it's, if somebody's drawing and shooting the gun, I'm interested, maybe, you know, the transitions or something. So I get a lot of stuff, you know, out of just watching people do things that they're good at, period. Um, a lot of people are good, good at a lot of things. Um, name some of the the accounts or some of the people that you follow on social media for like people listening, you know, that you would recommend them watch. So, so, you know, so first and foremost, you know, my man, Joe Farewell. No, I thought you were going to say yourself. Okay, go. Ahead. No, no, I, I don't put out a lot of informative stuff. I, I most of my social media is things that I, videos I've taken of me mm-hmm. to to figure out what I'm doing, and then I'll post it up there because maybe somebody looked at it the same way I do, and like I just want to learn how to do this, so I put it up there. Um, that's how my social media started. Um, I should do a better job on on telling people what I'm doing, but mm-hmm. and we've talked about that yeah. multiple times. I will eventually once my life calms down. I'm giving Joe up Fair- on you. That's never going to happen. Okay, go ahead. No, probably not. <laughs> Joe Farewell, because he does exactly what I've talked about right there. You know, he, he really breaks it down. Dude's a phenomenal instructor. I've taken classes with him. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, 
and, and you know he, he puts out that consistent it's it's his it's his job now right so it yeah. wasn't it, it wasn't always his job but now it's his job to to shoot and teach guns right and there's not so, many of us that have that full-time like we might do it on the side or it might just be a passion but yeah <laughs> it's a full-time he, job to do marketing <laughs> he he took a leap and and that's and he's in it and so you're you're gonna guarantee that he's gonna continue to put out useful content mm -hmm. um and even before you know he took the leap he was putting it out anyways but now you know guys got even more motivation and he's such a good guy and i'm so pumped up for him because he's killing it right yeah. he, he's always i talked to i just talked to him the other day He's always somewhere else. He's always teaching. <laughs> Remember right. y'all's live streams together. It was really cute. <laughs> oh yeah. He's been, he, he's been at the house, uh, but, but he's, he, he can't say enough good things about Joe, uh, right? Like he, he's phenomenal. Um, right, right up there. Uh, one of the guys that I watch nonstop is Scott Green. Mm -hmm. um, Scott Green, he's got such, such a relaxed shooting style. Yeah. Um, he's so, he's so good. All right. He's, he's just, he's a monster. Me and Scott. Um, so I've never even talked to Scott really, but, uh, we're, we're completely opposite the ends of the spectrum. Like I can't shoot like Scott, super relaxed. Everything's smooth. His vision is, is phenomenal. Um, whereas I'm, you know, I would make my money in short bursts of movement, kind of similar to the way Joe shoots. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Joe would tell you that he doesn't shoot at all like Scott. Um, but, but, but Scott's, style of shooting whether he knows it or not is is so much fun to watch right like he's so smooth at everything the guy I, I've, I've never seen the guy miss um yeah. he's 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 awesome so and, and he doesn't put out a lot of, I don't I don't think he has yeah. a big account he doesn't put out a lot of informative stuff um or you know you know even he, he's not really big on it um he's probably busy he's busy getting better you know realistically um <laughs> But but he is he is the number one. I'm constantly on his account, like stalking his stuff and watching like his first person PCC videos because they blow my mind, right? Like mm -hmm. he he's he's awesome. Um, that, that, so right there, that those those two are, are my top because that's in my realm, right? Like uh, mm -hmm. you know they call the competition shooting, uh, and, and they're both probably some of the top two guys in three gun currently. Um, oh, yeah. uh, and, and there's no they're never gonna. They're, they're good. They're going to stay there because they're continuing to get better. Scott, again, Scott doesn't, uh, you don't see a lot, but it do gets better every year. You yeah. can, you can watch his videos. Um, and he's shoot like John Wydell, John, John Wydell, that is another yeah. one where <laughs> he's like, it doesn't matter if I'm not junior anymore. I don't need top junior. Cause he's always overall winner, overall winner. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I watch, I watch a lot of his stuff. I mean, you, there's so many, and you know, what's, what's rough about the way the, uh, that everything is right now is you got to like like seek out these people right like i have to i have to type your name in yep. to my search bar on instagram in order to see what you post in the last two mm -hmm. weeks because i'm not going to see it regardless yeah. you know battle buddy three gun you know I, i'm i'm linked to their account i don't see their posts unless yeah. they tag me in so Thanks, you have to like seek bird. these people out yeah yeah oh yeah exactly <laughs> but you have to like seek these people out so i'm sure i i, I miss a lot of good shooters but those two are like ones that i'm constantly checking yeah um Scott will put up like a new video and I get pumped up because I just, his style is on a different level. Yeah. And so pro tip, if you go to someone's uh, Instagram profile for all you boomers like Jack, uh, you can hit on the options. I think it's three dots and you can actually click on like get notified of new posts. Um, so I do do that for some accounts because it's important. <laughs> all you boomers. <laughs> if yeah, you guys should do that. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing, but hit my three dots and, and hit, hit that up because I'll, I'll go ahead and do a up. screen share for you. <laughs> There you go. I need it. I need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to talk about Battle Buddy 3 Gun a little bit too, since you're involved with that? 
Yeah, so um, very cool setup, right? A uh, little background. I, I met Jeff Combs, who, who owns Lima Charlie, um, man, a, a while ago, before the uh, Three Gun Nation um, stuff down in Florida, because mm-hmm. he's the one who facilitated me to come down there and shoot it. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, he was the, the shirt sponsor for the match, and, you know, he, he does a lot of stuff. Um, I met Jeff. Jeff, if you guys don't know, is Jeff's, uh, Jeff's in, a, in, a, in a chair. He's in a wheelchair, right? And he's got, he's, that's how he gets around currently. Uh, no use of the legs right yep. so um so you know he, he was there at that match and he's super pumped up jeff the marine uh i mean him weren't in the marine corps together but we were both in, in the marines um so you know we had that that connection right there and he's immediately pumped up on shooting um and not too long after that match uh i don't know how long he'd been thinking about it prior um but but he me and him talked quite a bit and he's like hey man i want to shoot three guns and mm-hmm. I never, it never crossed my mind. Um, maybe I was, you know, maybe I was selfish about it, but it never crossed my mind. You know, like it, it you know, I, I've never seen it in three gun, right? Like yeah. some of the, that he can't, you know, you go to Texas three gun championship, like you're not getting a chair through there. Um, no, I mean, the only thing I've seen is um, the gentleman that shoots with his foot for USPSA. I can't remember his name either. And then I saw an archer yeah. that has no arms um, that uses a, his foot too, to, to shoot archery, which is powerful, but yeah, three guns. So we've got yeah. <laughs> terrain problems. We've got, the range yeah layout and all that and then just getting around from three to three different guns absolutely um so he asked me if i thought it was possible um and i'm my my mentality is absolutely it's possible you know and and i told him like you know again i've got the i've got a range facility in my backyard that's that's really awesome um not my backyard but obviously the facility i might come down south carolina come get with me and we will figure it out um, and man, he came down and uh, we've got the early videos of, of rolling around in a chair and, and trying to, trying to work it all out. Um, me shooting, I, I tell you, it was an eye opener for me shooting in the chair too. Cause I understand the three gun, right? right? It's three guns easy. Uh, yep. the, the idea of three gun is easy. I was about right? to say, what? Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, you're not winning idea, matches, Jack. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the idea of three gun is easy. Um, <laughs> And for me to sit down in the chair and then actually shoot, obviously it's, it's a different, it's a game changer. Um, so we've, we've been working on that for a while, um, trying to get it worked out. We put on our first, uh, our first match had some, had some big, big guys come down there. Jerry, uh, was down there. That little guy. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. yeah, Jerry, Jerry, you know, (laughs) the the legend. uh, legend. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but, but either way we put on, we put on a match, uh, and we've got it worked out now to where, you know, and, and realistically, my idea when when making this stuff happen was I wanted you to be able to come shoot a three gun match and it, it's not there's no difference right like you, you don't notice but also you know guys in chairs to be able to come and shoot that same three gun match so you can come shoot my three gun match um, and there's no difference at all yeah right? like you, you you'll have a good time at the match yeah. you won't you won't be it won't be any Texas three gun championship terrain obviously. Um, but but well, that or the weather please yeah exactly yeah i saw that this year yeah <laughs> like, I, nope. I missed out on that right <laughs> but uh but but it's it, it was definitely awesome um now there's still plenty more challenges that we got to figure out right so uh I, i'm i've been working with jeff on um you know and not the chair portion but actually attaching firearms and whatnot to to the chair right safely <laughs> that's a big deal because yeah. 
that's our number one thing. So right now it's a little bit tricky with loading shotgun. I have solutions for that um, and not the actual loading of the shotgun because that's already tricky, but yeah. figuring out where to put stuff, you know, chest rigs are an option. You know, we have, I have chest rigs, we can do that. Yep. Um, but we're, we're coming up with a, with an entire design. I think Jeff's, Jeff's working on it. I don't know that I could talk specifics on it. It's like that serious. Yeah. Um, but, but it's going to be, and, and I can relate it to when I first started playing three gun because it's undoubtedly a game. We made a lot of stuff, right? Like we just, you had to, you had to make it. Yeah. Um, it didn't exist. I talked to Jerry about that when he was in South Carolina, like, cause Jerry's been in the game for, for forever. He, he shot three gun way, way longer than probably anybody. Um, and he, we talked about that where, you know, when we were talking about the situation that we're talking about right now, you had to make stuff like you, you didn't, you couldn't go like, oh, uh, King competition didn't exist. Like, oh, I need yeah. the best, you know, I need the best shell caddies in the world. Uh, go to King competition. They'll, they'll get them to you in, in a week. They'll be Dude, I use, I use a PVZ pipe for my scope sunshade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and you still got to make stuff because, you know, the more I see, I, I, like, I'm, I find things that I don't like about certain stuff and I'm still making things. Like, I'm in that room, drill bits and, and plastic and Kydex. I just, you know, but, but you have to make these things. Uh, have you seen the shotgun one, though? Have you seen the shotgun sunshade? The, just you tear a piece of the, the box off and you duct tape it onto your scope? <laughs> no, but that's awesome. <laughs> I would do that. I'm sure. Simple fix. Yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Or you could spend twenty five dollars on brown owls and be, and, you know, and, and be all set. Yeah. yeah or, no. or you could have. I, you know, I've got shotgun boxes all over, but we're good. Oh yeah. I Make saw um, a gentleman's been shooting revolver for a very long time. My friend Rich Wolf, and he shoots for Hogue, but he's the only one that doesn't have those new moon clip belts where it sits like upright. He's got this cool circle one with like a pin. I forgot how he made it. It's like a shower curtain rod something i don't know but he got really innovative so he can load faster and again he created and he's like i've had this for like 10 years 15 years and it's worked forever (laughs) and that's that's what's so awesome about it you know like it's you just you could figure the the, most of the people in the community will just figure it out right yeah you know like it's just if something's not right and and some people will just deal with it you know it is what it is um i'm not that type of guy either you know, I, I'll get, I got a brand new, uh, holster for this gun. I didn't, I didn't like some things about it. I've been cutting on it. It's still not perfect. Um, um, but you know, like just certain things, you know, like I, if it's not right, I'm going to fix it until I either break it or it's perfect. Um, one of the two, uh, it, hopefully it's perfect. If not, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. I'll find something new that'll work. Yeah. You know, I, I got this gun and I immediately started shaving down safeties. I didn't, I didn't like the angle of them. Um, <laughs> So I'm Dremel and safeties and, and now, and now it fits my hand better based on my grip. Uh, does, does somebody make safeties that would work better? Probably, but I can make it in that room right there with a little bit of metal shavings. And now it fits my hand and I don't bump the safety when I have my grip on the gun. Nice. That's what we need. That's what you need. Um, okay. So I, the shooters that I have on here, I do ask, I don't know if you do have one or not. Have you ever DQ'd? Yeah, 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 I did. I had to think about it. I DQ'd a, I had, I, I DQ'd a USPSA match. This is a good, uh, so I, I shoot USPSA. Uh, yep. I shoot, I shoot anything. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Yep. Um, it was the, so I, I've known Brian Church uh, for a while. Um, we, we, we were getting into three gun doing this stuff, but he was shooting, he was heavy, like you said, in USPSA. He, he's, he's a good shooter. Um, I'm like, man, I'm going to come down there and shoot some USPSA with you one day. I go, now, 
we can blame it on whatever, um, but we're not going to blame it on nothing. Um, I was having some serious ammo issues that day, nightmare of ammo issues, uh, either way. Um, so my first match, like stage two uh, of like, the, the, you know, shooting with Brian, uh, Brian had a shot with me. He knew I was, was doing pretty good. Um, I DQ'd a USPSA match. That's the only match that I've ever DQ'd. I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I try to pride myself on being, I think everybody does. Uh, yeah. and, and at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you're, if you're racing guns, uh, something's going to happen. So long as we can, you know, we're safe. Yeah. Uh, generally not a big deal. Right. You know, if somebody's arguing that, that 180, uh, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to argue. I'm here to have a good time. Uh, yeah. But if you're racing guns, something's going to happen eventually. We're going to break guns. We're going to DQ. Joe just posted that video. Um, the middle finger, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, and on the Joe, side stage, man. I mean, Logan Tolan did the same thing. He was he had finished the match, and I think it was the Gen Gen three gun or whatever. But anyways, and and he did, forgot that he put one in his gun. So I don't know how he does this. So he barneys the load, and then he puts it back in his mag, and then he just goes to dry fire and sends around. He just unloads. So clear. He's like, I'm DQ. <laughs> he's like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, and, you know, that, that's the thing. I, I'll tell you what I do notice. Um, I've been around guns uh, for my entire, you know, I, I've been around guns professionally for my entire adult life. Uh, yeah. Consistently every single day. There hasn't been a day since I was, I was 18. Um, I'm 32. So you tried to, to tell people I was old. I'm 32. But there hasn't <laughs> been a day that I haven't had a gun in my hand. Um, 100%. Whether it's, you know, these kind of flashy guns or a work gun. There hasn't been a day that I have not. Um, and I find myself, um, and not, not so much, you know, in the, uh, you know, the work aspect, but out here in my backyard, I find myself every once in a while getting a little bit too relaxed. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and you have to be, you have to be able to recognize that. Cause again, it's been, this, this is the most natural thing in the world for me to do here. You know, like it's, it, it's, it's so natural. It feels good. I could sleep like that. I probably have slept like that. Um, but it's so natural. So we, we get, I, I, I see myself getting a little bit too relaxed sometimes. Um, and you got to bring it back because at the end of the day, you know, it's, although, you know, it's fun and it looks cool. It's, it's still a firearm, right? So we still have to keep in mind what, what this thing can do. Um, so it, you know, but I do, I see myself doing it all the time. So I, I don't think anybody, you know, should feel bad about it or anything you just have to recognize when you're at that point yeah. um and and i you know I, there's no time frame on this but every once in a while i notice like i'm like oh hey that could have been bad you know like i may uh, you know an example is uh you know i'll come off my range in my backyard come here and then the next day i'll pick up my gun to dry fire and and it's always it's, it's always a pull right it, except except the nine mil round will come out i'm like ooh, i'm like how did i mess that up but you know like I, I obviously I didn't I didn't do a good job by clearing you know like and, yeah. and, and at that point you know like oh okay let's let's do better right and then, then I might be good for for six six months to a year right it, it, but but stuff happens you know you could be anything can happen um, but healthy respect um, while still trying to push what we're we're trying to do because right. I I don't want to shoot guns slow you know no. like I I want to I want to shoot them as fast as possible. Um, and mistakes happen so long as the mistakes are downrange uh not a big deal right <laughs> so you never said how you dq'd oh it, i was told that i broke the 180 i was coming back uh, i was uh shooting a stage with some forward and directly back movement which which was you know is what it was shooting limited 
um, came up, shot all the targets on the front, um, and I was moving back, and I was going to do a reload, um, except after, after I got done shooting the targets there, I had a malfunction, so I went to, to clear the malfunction, and at some point in there, I was told that I broke the 180, because I was, I was trying to get the mag in the gun to clear the malfunction. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any video evidence of it. I would have liked to see it, um, because if I did, that's, that's a big deal, you know, and it was, it was like a, a, an anomaly, you know, like I, I never have malfunctions with my gun. Yeah, I certainly. I certainly know how to clear them. You know, that's not an issue. <laughs> but uh, but I just I wasn't prepared to have malfunctions with my gun. I had to have mal malfunctions all day. I had some rough ammo yeah. even before the ammo shortage of you know 2021. But um, it, it just you know he, I I was told that I broke the 180 again. It was stage two. I was <laughs> I was cool with it. I'm not there to argue, not one bit. I'm like you're all right, sir. I appreciate you. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, it, it is what it is. If that's what he said, it was a local match, you know. Yeah. It, it, um, you know, put my gun away, took my belt off, and I paced. I was a GM pacer. So that's what I was going to ask you. What is the classiest thing a shooter can do after DQing? You, you know, you, you got to stay and, and hang out, right? I mean, I could understand. And that, you know what? I, I, no, I, that, that's in my mind, you know, that is what it is. Um, I, I hung out, and again, I was a GM pacer every single time. Um, so, you know, Riley, uh, I don't know, you know, I think, you know, Riley, Riley and Joe took, we, we took a class with them. Those guys, one thing I will say about those guys that you can tell if you ever, if you ever shot with them, um, they'll outwork you when they're not me. shooting as well. Not me. Well, and that, and that's, and that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 you know, that, that's, that's the mindset you have to have, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I've always done my, my part, you know, for sure. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get there. I'm going to do everything. That's no problem. I'm a competitive um, resetter and I yeah. race people to, to, to fill holes and spray paint. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, I mean, that's a, it's a big deal. You have to, uh, that, that's a big part of the, you know, the, the, the game, uh, not to get back on Jerry, but Jerry showed up, uh, to that match that hey, I put really? on a, a day early. Did you guys talk about this? Yeah, but go ahead and share. Yeah. A day early and, and I was setting up my match and Jerry, you know, shows up. Like I, I was, I was in the middle of setting up and, you know, I'm doing things and somebody's like, Hey, look who's here. And it, it's my range, you know, <laughs> like I, I'm there all the time. So nobody that's going to be there is going to surprise me. I'm like, okay, dude, like, let's get this stuff set up, you know? I forget who, who mentioned it. Um, he's like, no, look, I'm like, dude, let's get this stuff set up. I, I like, I want to go home, turn around, you know, Jerry, Jerry's standing behind me. I'm like, Whoa, Jerry, good to see you. And he, and he stayed and worked harder than just about anybody there. If there's anybody that doesn't have to do, go the extra mile, it's Jerry, right? right. 100%. Um, I would, if he just shows up, shoots the match and takes the closest target. Uh, thanks for coming, Jerry, you know, really. But that's not him. He, yeah. he, work, he outworks everybody, you know, the 19-year-olds that are there uh, yep. as well. Helps set up the entire match. Um, I think you got to say, to get back to your DQ, DQ question, um, you know, I, I'm happy to be there. You know, may, maybe you learn something. Um, yeah. if, you, if you mess something up, that's fine. Uh, we can think about that later. Watch the other shooters. There's always better shooters than you at the match, so let's learn something. Or uh, let's make the guys who are shooting their match a little bit easier because – if I'm, if I'm out there, even if it's at a local, if I'm out there trying to win and somebody's, you know, pacing targets that I don't have to, um, it, it, you know, and I'm doing my part, but he's doing a little bit more, that's cool. Um, so that, that's the way I see it. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to try to outwork you, not only in the shooting, 
um, in the resetting. I'm gonna have more fun. Um, drink more bush light at the end of the match you know like that bush light you make money (laughs) yeah i I do but it goes to stuff like this so (laughs) no room for beer yeah we have to skip budget yeah um no i think that the biggest thing that i learned from people when i shoot with them or spot with them is character and yeah if you don't reset and i see that a lot then i never ever even like really want to be your friend at that point too almost it just shows me that you're a shit person (laughs) um especially the people too at the very end who leave like so they sh- they're the first on the last stage or the second right and they're already taking off their belt and instead of just finishing the next five shooters we have to go to our car we're done we're out i'm like <laughs> yeah See, when, when i when i when i run my local uh, matches around here or, or the battle buddy stuff that is one of the first things that i brief in my uh in my, my my overall like match director brief i'm like hey um at the last stage don't go anywhere because you're breaking that down and putting it all at the top side of the bay um, because you pay $25 to shoot this match. And I appreciate you being here, but it's not a major. You didn't spend 300 and we don't have, you know, <laughs> ROs here running each stage. So do me a favor and help me help you so I can continue to put this match on because yeah. it's a lot of work. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, I'm setting it up with like three guys. So I've already put it all out. Yeah. Um, and I like doing it, so I'm not complaining, but hey, it would be really awesome if you stayed and just took down like four targets and brought them to the top side of the base so that I can come around with my truck and trailer yeah. and throw them on the truck and trailer and we'll be all set. You know, yeah. like, everybody will be happy. I'll put your scores up on practice score two hours early because <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to get home two hours early. You That's know? right. You hold the power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So listening to that, be, be a good sportsman with all of that. Uh, it's not always about the shooting, right? Um, no, it's not. You, you can, yeah, you, you got to have a good time, right? It, it, it's like, you know, I, no matter how I'm shooting, uh, I've, I've shot matches, plenty of matches where I have not shot well. <laughs> you, you, you'll never tell, you know, I, I'm still having a good time. Now, I'm probably go, going home and, and analyzing video and trying to see what I'm messing up. Uh, yeah. But I'm, you're not going to come up to me and, and be like, yo, what's wrong? Jack, you good? You, 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 you'll never tell, you can't tell if I'm in first place or 150th place. Like I'm just, I'm having a good time. I'm shooting guns, you know, really. I'm I'm going to get a good Instagram video regardless whether I'm hitting the targets or not. Right. (laughs) What's been your favorite three gun match you've shot? Oh, man. Ooh. (laughs) That's, that's good. You know, Texas is, uh, I think Texas three gun is, is pretty awesome. It's, it's so different than what I get out here on yeah. this on, on the on the East Coast. Um, it's pretty awesome. Some of the matches up in Vegas are are, are, are pretty cool as well. So yeah. it, there's there's so many good. I think the best part about three gun in general is because they're all it's all over the place. These matches are so different. You can't have another Texas three gun championship in South Carolina. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't. It's not. It's, it's impossible. You can't have the Clinton House matches in texas you know you 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 just can't have those those tight matches yeah so it's it, it's pretty cool texas is probably up there um i think the facility in florida if they put on the bigger matches i think that facility would be good oh yeah um, yeah we, we need to work on that somebody needs to work on that it uh, got it got sold so anyways okay next, next so so that's so that's gone all right gone. That's um <laughs> what about like what are your favorite stage types you know base stage terrain stage long range like what's your your favorite thing to shoot um i like 
I don't, so I, I think you would probably think right off the bat that I'm going to stay a base page, right? Like, I think you would think that. I don't like crush the, it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well I, I like that. So I would like like an extended base page, something like hybrid. So the, what, what, when I put on, uh, like I have a 500 yard rifle range at, at the, the local range. So I put on like, it's almost like a half a base page with some extended range rifle. Um, so a lot of movement. That's where I make my money. Um, if you give me, if you give me like super tight USPSA stages, I'm a middle of the road guy because I don't have my, my although my movement is pretty good. Um, I'm not next level type. So, you know, I'll shoot it. I'll get decent hits. Um, but give me some room to move around. Uh, yeah. a little, so, you know, some, some Texas three gun almost, um, but, but give me some room to move around and that'll be good. So I like to shoot the gun fast, uh, close rifle, but I, but I also want to stretch it out. I like four or 500 yard shots with a rifle. Um, so this pistol has really changed the game. I'm having a hard time missing lately. So uh, anything with the pistol <laughs> and then a lot of shotgun, right? So jungle runs are, are fun. You haven't shot that in a match yet though. No, not yet. Yeah, so I will shoot whole... it next weekend. Yeah, this whole like can't miss. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I, I, look look at my Instagram. I tell you, I didn't take ten takes. Yeah, I no, remember uh, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. I, I've been, I feel like I've been shooting the pistol well. I've really been focusing on deliberate reps, um, because I can't go out and blow a thousand rounds. So, got to get it zeroed. Got to get it, you know, got to get it right in my hands. So, a lot of deliberate reps. I was dry firing before we jumped on this call. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I forgot what I was going to talk about with that. Well, oh, what is one piece of tool or one tool or one piece of gear that you can't go to a match without and it can't be a firearm? Like your favorite thing that you have? Uh, gum. Oh, I forgot about that. That is a thing. <laughs> it helps me, uh, it helps me focus. I think, I, I don't know. I chew a lot of gum in general, mm -hmm. but I really like, I, I, I can focus more on, um, <laughs> on what just what i need to execute rather than overthink because i get in trouble when i start thinking too much mm -hmm. um like as soon as i'm like i need to just can you know get get the plan in my head and just execute the plan nothing more nothing less i just need to execute my plan so it, it does help me kind of just focus on executing that that's that's the main thing um and you're an obnoxious gun chewer gum chewer oh yeah when, well, especially when i'm shooting I yeah am, I, I freaking am. i hate it <laughs> not normally like if i was chewing gum right now it would be okay um but when i'm shooting when i'm when i'm shooting it's different because i'm focused on chewing the gum and just letting the guns do what they want to do so it's, it's different like only for the you know the 33 seconds <laughs> that i'm shooting the gun am i obnoxious yeah. after on the 34 second we're unloading so clear i'm back to normal like a normal human being yeah so. i'm pretty sure that the shot timer when i'm roing you <laughs> picked up the gum chews <laughs> yeah it's probably did it's probably good splits on it too though there you go i'm, I'm like a 15 split on gum chewing so it's yeah. pretty it's pretty good oh yeah um so i have been asking all shooters this so you can share if you want to but um oh. the the three gun community brings people from all different different like walks of life different industries that they work in so i know what you do but do you want to share what you do full-time Oh, hoo -hoo. I, I, so I, I work in law enforcement currently and, and I normally don't, uh, that's like breaking news for you, Mackenzie. Cause I don't, I don't, you can, you can tell my social media, obviously I was in the military, um, but, uh, but I don't put stuff out, uh, like that. Not, not, not that I'm not proud of it. Not that it, not that it is. Um, but, but I do work in law enforcement. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But, um, and again, not that I'm not, not pumped up about it. But I don't want 
even if it would, let's say, let's say I, I talked up the law enforcement stuff and it got me 1600 followers. <laughs> I don't, I don't want them. I, I want people to follow me or to watch my videos because of what I, what I accomplished with firearms more than, you know, what I have here or what I do for a living. Uh, yeah. Some of the military plays a big role. You got to provide some validity, I think, with, with what you can do, especially because I, I, I take no part in the tactical community on social media, right? Like I, I, you won't see me post any of the tactical stuff. Yeah. I love competitive shooting because at the end of the day, it's, it's results on target in the time. If you are consistently get better results at a faster time, your technique is better than mine. We can't, there's nothing to argue, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you can't. I don't care how it looks. If you consistently do it better, it's, it's, it's a better technique. And I should go to that. I mean, um, you care how it looks a little bit, you know, I love sure. how it, it looks. It's, a, it's a big deal on how it looks, but at the end of the day, I'll, I'll get silly if, if it, uh, if it changed, Yeah. but I, I don't, and not, I'm not talking bad about the tactical yeah. community. I've lived in the tactical community for my entire adult life. That is, that is the other side. That's on the opposite yeah. side of the camera. But I wanted you to share media. that because how different is that training compared to like what you do to learn on the side, right? Like you can't get that in the law enforcement. No, you can't. Or the military. I, I, I started shooting three gun. One of my, besides my buddy getting me into it, um, I didn't feel like I was getting what I wanted, right? Um, and, and, you know, there's a lot of people in law enforcement or a lot of people in three gun um, you know, you're not going to get the one-on-one -on -one time to really become as good as you want to become. Some people are perfectly satisfied with touching their gun once a year, um, <laughs> shooting it. And that's fine. I I'm, I'm not satisfied. You know, if I, if I go a day without touching, touching a gun and, and really working on something to get better, it bothers me. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I, so, so it's not everybody's like that. Not everybody has the same mindset and that's yeah. fine. Um, I'm okay with it. Oh, my, that's my, my everything. I mean, lately I can't walk out my backyard and go shoot a gun like you can, but lately, I don't know if you've seen, I've gotten an archery a little bit. So, yeah. you know, I'll go dry fire, not really dry fire, but I'll go practice. Um, I'll at least put an hour in. I'm like, shoot. And, and it surprises me how fast that hour goes like hundred percent. I'm like, huh, <laughs> that was fun. My, I don't understand. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I don't understand how people are okay with being okay. Yeah. Um, I've never done anything in my life that I was mediocre and okay with it. Um, yeah. I, I want to get better. You know, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm super, super competitive on and anything, right. If you're, if you're at the house and we're grilling burgers, like <laughs> I want my burgers to be better than yours. I, I do. I want them. I want everybody in the house to acknowledge that mine were better than yours. I, I just, I want to, I want to, I want that. Um, and it's not that yours aren't good. I just want to be better. I mean, my um, eyewear if, is better than yours. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, if, and if it is, that's fine. I'm not mad at you for it. I'm just going to go, like, the next time you come over, I'll have work for however long it took me to work to get better. And then I'll, I'll bring that in. And you won't see me do that work. It'll be behind the scenes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you'll come over and be like, wow, this is the best burger I've ever had. I'm like, I know. I've been working on it for three weeks. <laughs> Can't um, with you. <laughs> but... But that's that's my mindset though in, in everything I, i'm everything i've ever done i've wanted to be the best uh it's, it, you know whether i've made it there or not that's fine but that's my mentality I, i'm not okay with being mediocre i'm not a real tall guy you can't tell that's awesome we'll leave it at that i don't play i, I i'm i'm a terrible basketball player you'll never see me play basketball there's not one picture of me playing basketball um it's it, i don't enjoy it you'd be I'm, like I'm, the libero in volleyball a little short person always like uh, <laughs> I'll make it happen. I don't, Hey, I'm good with it. But, I, but, I, you know, like that, that, 
and Top Gun at volleyball, you're damn right. That's one of the best scenes in the world. I wish yeah. I had somebody to give me a high five right now. <laughs> that would be awesome. Top Gun's one of the best movies ever made. All right. <laughs> Next question. We digress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I want to see the new Top Gun. Hopefully that comes out finally. Thanks, COVID. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Really. yeah. Um, yeah. I did. I just want to ask one question about like the military to civilian life or, or your career. Did you plan that, you know, while you were still in the Marine Corps? Or was that something that like you struggled with coming out, you know, transitioning into civilian life? What do you mean? Plan what? your career like going into law enforcement because you know that that was what you were going to do you know when you were going to get out I guess no no uh I say this very lightheartedly um joined the military when I was younger right um we it was 2006 uh so it was it was pretty you know there was some stuff going on in the military I wanted to be involved um never I was planning on doing doing four years and getting out uh turned out that I was pretty decent at doing the job. And I had my first four years had gone by pretty quickly and I didn't have anything set up. Um, my parents are awesome, but I had no desire to go back home. Um, so I didn't have anything set up. They waved some money in front of my face and uh, said, Hey, if you hang out for, for another little while, we'll give you this money. I'm like, well, awesome. Cause I didn't have a plan. So thanks for having me. Uh, so I ended up doing 10 years. Um, never, never planned on um, making it past 25 in my life never had a plan past that right like it was it was pretty wild uh and again i say i say that lightheartedly but i really didn't i never planned on making it past 25 uh so i never thought about what i was gonna do to be you know in in my life you know i tattooed my arms up i was like whatever you know it is what it is you know i'm not i don't have to worry about this um but i also never wanted to stay in the military for forever i didn't you know although it's a very good setup that was never a desire either um then I got involved in, uh, again, my last three years, once everything kind of started to quiet down, um, I was, uh, I, I, I instructed on the East Coast at the School of Infantry. So I was, I was an instructor over there. Really kind of felt like I, I was, got pretty good at, at being an instructor. Um, and I, I realized that I liked to communicate pretty well. Um, still had no clue what I was going to do. Um, the only reason why I got involved in law enforcement is because I thought it would be an easy transition. Hmm. Um, uh, and 100% the facts. I ne- never had a desire to be uh, in law enforcement. Um, I never had a desire to do 10 years in the military. Um, <laughs> Jack. I just, I just kind of made it happen. Um, but I got, out, uh, I got out of the military after 10 years on a Friday, came to work for my current, uh, where I work currently on a Monday. So I took a weekend off after 10 years. Started a new career where, you know, it's been, been six years now, five years since I, since I've done that. Um, it's good. Uh, I love it. If something better came up, I would go do that. <laughs> um, 100%. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a tough life right now for, for LEOs and okay. Yeah, so for, for military actually listening though, would you say not to do what you did and to like come up with a plan and like prepare for, <laughs> for that life? Yeah, yeah. 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 So everybody that I talked to that, uh, yeah, you should plan something out. So, um, you know, it's good. Um, the military was a great place. It's not for everybody. It was 100% what I needed. Um, I'd have probably, you know, drank or smoked myself out of college. And, uh, you know, if I went, went right out of high school, um, no doubt about it. Military set me up um, for success. Yeah. It was perfect for me and I needed it for 10 years. I, I, I definitely, four years wasn't enough. Uh, 20 was too long. So, so I, so I went 10 halfway through a very successful career. Um, 
but it's good. And, and they, they have all sorts of tools for you to get set up. So you're doing yourself a favor and you can, you can get out with some skills and, and really do something. Um, advice like me, where you just wing it the whole time you happen to be 32 halfway successful. So it's okay. Um, but, but if I had a plan, I imagine where I would have been, I probably, I probably wouldn't be here. Oh, I mean, you, you're still, you're still young. <laughs> I say that cause I'm younger. <laughs> what an ass. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I wish I felt young, but I am young. I got a birthday coming up June 9th. Everybody. That's awesome. 33. <laughs> I love that. So, okay. Rounding out, rounding out the podcast, what would you say is like your, your best piece of advice for whether it's new shooters, um, advanced shooters, or just anyone out there listening to this podcast? Uh, you gotta, what we talked about earlier, you gotta, you can learn something from anybody. Right. And I think some of the best guys in the world know that, um, Jerry, Jerry will ask you what your stage plan is. If it's your first three gun match, like he'll come up to you and he's not just asking to be a nice guy. He's taking it into consideration because maybe you saw something he did. Yeah. Uh, Jerry shot more stages than I can ever even imagine in my life. Um, and he's going to ask you or me what your stage plan is. Hey, what are you, what are you thinking about doing here? And he's serious and he's listening. Yeah. Um, and he's taken into account and he's like, well, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, and that, that's, that's awesome. So you, you have to, you have to be you know, always learning, uh, right? You, you, you can't never stop. Yep. Um, I bounce ideas off people, you know, Joe, I, and I don't care who it is. Um, I get I get questions quite a bit, um, and then I ask questions back to people. Uh, I, I you know I, I definitely don't have the biggest social media account, um, but I'm super humbled enough to where some people ask me some some pretty pretty good firearms questions, and and that's awesome. I'm happy to be that guy. Yeah. Um, if I don't know, I'll point you in the right direction. Yep. But uh, but I also I'm a big I'm a big why right. So yep. I just you know why do you do this or or you know wh- what do you do here? Well, I do this because this is what I've learned, right? There's not one thing that I do that doesn't have a reason. Um, Because if it didn't have a reason, I I, got to find out. It has to make sense. So (laughs) you always have to learn, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think. And then people always ask me like, how'd you, at least for Cowboy Extra, I got pretty good. And they're like, how'd you get so good? I was like, well, I've missed more than you. I've practiced more than you. I've shot more stages than you. And that's the thing that Jerry will tell you, like, I've missed more. Or (laughs) Jerry, (laughs) Jerry said something. So so um, I've had a couple of like light bulb moments. In <laughs> Just a couple? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, well like where it's like, I, and I, did, I don't know if anybody else can relate. I'm sure they can. But, um, you know, I, I remember I was in my, um, on my range. So it ha- I haven't lived here for that long. I've been here five years. So it's been in the last five years um, where I remember watching a Jerry, a, a video that Jerry did. And this was, this was years and years ago. Jerry said that, uh, I shot for a long time and never saw anything. That, that's exactly, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. At least that's how I remember it. And I thought it was funny at the time. I was like, Jerry, yeah, that's funny. The guy never misses. I was in the backyard, um, had two like six inch uh, targets up and I was working transitions. And you always hear how to work a transition, right? Like you, your eyes lead the gun, right? Like that, 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 that's exactly what you do. I, understand, I, I know what they said. I never did it the right way until that day, right? Um, don't know what changed, but I just, I was working on it and I saw it happen. I watched the transition. I called a good shot. My eyes were gone. I was on the next target. The sight settled. I pulled the trigger. Uh, I watched it happen. And right then and there, and it had been years before when I heard Jerry say what he said, uh, I was like, that, that's what he meant. <laughs> like, that's what he meant. Cause I had been doing these transitions. I wasn't miserable. Uh, 
I certainly missed and didn't know why sometimes that yeah. that's an issue. Um, but that's what he meant with that. At least that's what I think. I've never, I, I should talk to Jerry about it. Cause I talk to him <laughs> fairly regularly. Um, I should it's tell, like I interpreting should, a poem. <laughs> yeah. I should, I should, yeah, I should tell, I should ask Jerry if that's what he meant. Cause maybe it doesn't, or maybe I shouldn't because it means this much. Just leave me. it. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. That's like your revelation yeah. that you have to hold dear. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but he said that uh, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that makes sense. Like I, cause I've been shooting for, and again, this was five years ago. So I've been shooting for a while prior. Um, I never saw anything. I've been shooting for a long time. Never saw anything. I can relate to that, but I thought it was funny at the time. I thought it was a joke. Nat come to find out at least in my heart, it meant something and it means something to me. Um, so, like it. you know, it, it, it yeah, it, it's wild though. <laughs> so, um, are there any sponsors, any gear, any gun that you want to give a shout out to? Okay. Yeah. We, we talked about a couple of them here uh, already, but, um, Devil Dog Concepts, right? The original OG Jack Shoots 29 supporter. Um, I put that, I put that, that charging handle on somebody's gun. I had to, I, I purchased one, put it on my gun, made a video of it because I thought it was awesome. Not because I, I, and at that time, I don't, I never worked with any, I haven't worked with any other companies um, at that time. And uh, I was like, this is just a great product. I want everybody to understand this because just like I told you in the beginning, like I thought the platform was perfect. Now you put that on it. I'm like, well, this is better. Um, so, that, you know, I, I've got probably three quarters of a million rounds through, through a rifle um, and that's changed my life. So big deal. Um, so they are one of the original Jack Shoot supporters. Um, Lima, Charlie, Jeff, uh, you know, those guys have been supporting me for a while. They do a lot of good for the three gun community, obviously do making awesome shirts like this one um doing it for matches uh but jeff is not only does he make it make a hell of a shirt he's a really good guy yep. um he's he's gotten me to a lot of places uh and helped me shoot some matches where well, obviously where i met you i wouldn't have been down there in florida obviously if, I, if it wasn't for jeff wasn't so, for that or um, wasn't for shooting we never would have met no, no absolutely yep. um so so jeff with lima charlie he, he's awesome that guy's got his hand in a lot of stuff uh Chad Priority One holsters, right? Like I, I've been, I've been running Priority One holsters for a long time. Uh, top notch, best, you know, that plastic, fantastic, right? Like it, it's phenomenal. Um, he, he he does good work. He's also a good guy. He he does a lot of stuff for the for the community. I enjoy it. Uh, Kratos, uh, my man Russ, with with the rifles. Like I told you, um, we could spend three, four, five, six thousand dollars. He'll build you a six thousand dollar rifle. I mean, sure. it'll probably be gold plated. Uh, I I don't know. Because his base, his competition rifle that, that's based off what me and him built together, it's like $1,600 out of the box. Don't quote me on the, uh, the price. Maybe it's gone up, run a price. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, it might, but it might be close, right? It's not going to be, it's not obnoxious. And you can go anywhere and win with that gun. Uh, I've had zero issues. I don't clean it. He actually, he doesn't get upset at me, but he's like, dude, when was the last time you cleaned it? I'm like, uh, I don't know. I have, go I have like, you know, the, the gold bolts in those guns, they're black. So it is what it is. Ew. Yeah, I don't, I don't clean my stuff. I'm bad at it. Grizzly ears, uh, awesome. Been using Grizzly ears for a long time. Um, got, got AirPods Pro in my head right now, but that, that's not the point. <laughs> I told him um, to put the Grizzly ears in from the beginning. Go she, ahead. She did, she did, she did tell me. Um, but they, 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 my problem with or my, my thing is they stay in my shooting bag because once you, once you get away from muffs and you get into in ears, you'll never go back. No, hundred percent. I haven't, I haven't looked back and dude, the pressure point on your head just squeezes it to death forever. It's so annoying. Sweaty ears. 
the heat in the summer. Um, yeah. I mean, out here in South Carolina, it gets pretty hot. Um, I wore muffs for well. years and years. I was yeah. just going to cheap weld on a rifle and a shotgun. It's super easy to move that earmuff up um, and out of the way when and you can cause some hearing damage. So actually, that's a really good tip for new shooters. <laughs> Find someone to, to get you some better earring, ear protection. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and Grizzly's awesome. I've tried a lot of different in-ears. I've spent a lot of money on in-ears. Well, <laughs> I knew I wanted them. Yeah. Uh, you could spend $3,000 on in-ears. Uh, yep. you, could, you could spend big money. I wasn't quite ready to pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Um, but I, I tried a bunch of different ones. The thing about Grizzly is, is they're more designed for everybody, right? Like they're going to fit in your ears. Whereas some of the other companies, like I, I couldn't get them to fit in. I don't think I had weird shaped ears, but it didn't work. And especially, and they might work for me cutting the grass. Right. But now put a shotgun in your shoulder and try to rip, you know, yeah. six or seven rounds. Now, now all the flaws are going to come out. Yeah. Grizzly never falling out. Obviously they're super comfortable. Um, very awesome. So I don't, I, I don't work with a whole lot of companies, uh, but those companies are awesome. And I think not only are they good people, but they're making great products um, mm -hmm. for, for the right price. That's important to me because um, you can make the best product in the world, but, uh, but if you charge $1,000 too much for it, it you know, it, it's a great product for $1,000 less. I, yeah. I, want, I want a great product for the right price because like you said, with three gun, you know, it's one third of the equation uh, for anything that you get, you know? So it's yeah. the, the, the pistol might be this, this many thousand dollars, but this is one third of the equation. So we need to make <laughs> it more affordable. I don't, I don't work with these guys, but this gun's affordable and it's been phenomenal. I don't have enough rounds to it to really say, um, but, uh, but it's, it's been impressive and we'll run it and we'll see if it runs as reliably as all my other guns have. So we'll check it out. So you've already said it like 17 different times because you just speak in third person, but how do people find you on social media and do you have a website for classes or is it just social media? Uh, so, yeah, so I don't, so social media is the number one thing. Uh, no website, Jack shoots 29. That's my name, right? Uh, it is, it is. Yeah. Even though you're going to um, be Jack shoots 33. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 20. I don't, I, you, I, I didn't make this with any plan when, when I opened up all my social medias, I just like, just wanted to post them up there. Um, so that, yeah, here we are now. Um, but I'm, I try to, I, I respond to everybody that asks me something serious on social media. So every once in a while you get somebody that's not serious, um, uh, you know, or, or, or some links and stuff, you know, obviously we're not playing that game, but, uh, but I respond to everybody. And the reason why is because everybody has always responded to me. Yep. When I first started this stuff, sent Keith, Garcia message. It, we, we, you know, we talked about it. And again, I remember watching Keith on, uh, on, on TV. So I've always, I've always been humbled in the fact that, that everybody has always responded to me. Um, so I'll take the time every day of the week. You send me a message at three 30 in the morning. I'll, I'll reply back to you. I'll give you, you might video. Be up. <laughs> I'm probably up. I'll give you video of what I'm talking about. Like I'll do anything I can to help you out. Um, because people have done it for me. You know, yeah. it's not, I'm just passing it along everything that I teach or everything that, that I, you know, that I tell people, I've, I haven't made any of it up. It's just yeah. information that I've gotten from somebody that's better than me. Yeah. And I've, I've tested it out and, and seen that it's good and understand why it works. And now I'm going to tell somebody else that information. I'm just passing along information. Mm -hmm. That's it. I haven't made up anything. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> nothing groundbreaking. Um, I just figured out what works and I'll yeah. tell you, and maybe tomorrow that changes and I find something better. And I'll tell you then too. It's yeah. not a big deal for me. Yeah. And Jack picks up the phone. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, no, I do. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to talk. I, I'll, it's what I think about. I think about firearms and, and shooting. So if somebody calls and wants to talk or sends me a message and wants to talk about guns, yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. I look at the phone. I was like, that was an hour, hour and a half. <laughs> Two hours. Yeah, it's easy. So, uh, Jack, thanks for being on the podcast. I appreciate it. Mackenzie, thanks for having me. I was, I was pumped up when you told me that you were making it and uh, that, that you wanted me to be on. So I'm happy to be here. I enjoy talking. I enjoy talking with you and I enjoy talking about firearms. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And Ian, you were the first person I told that I want to do a podcast like a year ago. You remember that? And I was like, I hey, would, you, would you be on the podcast? You were the only one that I brought that up to, by the way. Did I say yes then? Yeah, you did. You're like, I'll chat with you, girl. That's what you, exactly what you said. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, it's we really did. cool. We made, we made it happen. No, that's awesome. You, 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 you got like, uh, obviously you're everywhere. You, you're, oh, you travel way more than I do. Um, yeah. I think it's awesome. You get a, definitely a lot of good, a lot of good insights. I just got your email that I told you, uh, about the, obviously everything being launched. I'm pumped up to see the stuff that comes out. So I, I'm excited. Maybe a year from now, we'll do it again. And we'll, oh, we'll talk about, 100%. Well, I'll ask you some questions. <laughs> oh, I like that idea. And we'll do updates every like six months, years. That's my, what I plan. Um, and the reason that I'm glad you brought that up, the reason behind this podcast, by the way, um, is like you said, everyone has something to learn from someone. So I'm not just here interviewing the best, of the best, or I'm not going to say I know because I'm on here. <laughs> no, everyone that. says that. <laughs> no, everyone says that, but it's like, truly everyone has something to learn. And like you said, um, you know, it could be a different discipline. Maybe that's something that somebody shoots or maybe a different gun, but you can still apply it to a PCC or a pistol or open. And you know what I mean? So, um, I hopefully this teaches somebody something. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like the, I, I enjoy all the shooting podcasts. Uh, some of them, some of them are, are, are better than others, but, uh, but I, I have, a, I tend to have a lot of time in a vehicle. So, so I listen to a lot of stuff. So, so I'm happy to do it and I don't read real good. So, uh, so real podcasts good. are, yeah. So podcasts are the way for me. Love it. Clearly, clearly well is the right, right word for that, but we do good for, for the right reasons, you know? Oh yeah. There you go. All right. Well, thanks again, Jack. Um, and tune in next week for our next episode on the Reticle Up podcast. Thanks for listening to the Reticle Up podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Follow along on social media at Reticle Up or 3 Gun Kenzie.